You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, it is a great week when we win. I've just been smiling all week after that victory over the Lions, and we've got another game coming up really, really soon against the Chiefs. So, what I want to do is just take this time to break down kind of where are the 49ers after two weeks into the season, some overall offense and defensive stats, go over the top three players on the offense and defense, bottom three players on the offense and defense, some guys we need to be worried about. And then after that, we are going to have our resident scout on Clayton Kadu to break down. He's been watching film all week, really excited about this. It's going to be awesome uh, just to get us prepared for what we need to watch for in a game Sunday against the Chiefs. So that's kind of all the stuff that we got going on. So let's jump in individually on the offensive side and let's focus kind of on not only pro football focuses top three but uh, kind of the bottom three and if we agree or disagree so on and so forth so you know if we look at Garrett Selleck he is the number one rated offensive player and by a very wide margin he has an 84.5 grade he had a pretty rough first week but the second week was so exceptional. Uh, not only just in blocking, he had one big miss block that cost us a drive. But then after that, he just went lights out. Receptions, you know, obviously you got the touchdown, so on and so forth. Matt Breida, who I would have assumed would have been our number one player. The NFL's leading rusher, Matt Breida, undrafted free agent out of Georgia Southern. What is up? Breida the Cheetah is what they're starting to call him, which it pisses Tyreek Hill off. So I got to start saying it now. Uh, he has a 79.2 grade and is just balling out and real quick I want to go kind of out of order because the lowest rated player according to pro football focus on our entire offense is Alfred Morris he's played well but turnovers and pass protection have not been his best friends he's had some issues there so take that for what you will you know I i been very adamant that Matt Breida needs to be getting a commanding lead on touches 
over Alfred Morris, but it's just it hasn't happened. So anyway, that's what it is. And the number three player is Kyle Juszczyk, 77.1. He has just been lights out. He just it's weird. His stats will never be really anything special to look at, but he just he converts first downs or third downs into first downs. That's just kind of what he does. Makes everybody better around him. Our number one rated offensive lineman is Mike McGlinchey, the rookie. Man, jumping out early and edging out Joe Staley barely. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, he is our 10th rated player. He would have been much higher, but last week was a very rough grade for him. I understand he threw two touchdowns and no interceptions. Uh, some people called me out on YouTube and Twitter saying, how can I say he played bad? Uh, he was the PFF's number 25 overall quarterback last week. Lots of poor reads. Those sacks were on him, not other people. A few overthrows. Yeah, he had a bad game. I love Jimmy Garoppolo more than anybody else out there as far as you know, 49er fans go, but that does, you cannot allow your fandom to interpret how players play. There's constantly, and this is one thing that I love about pro football focus and watching film back to my days in coaching. You could feel that somebody had a great game. And then you go back and watch the film and you're just like, Oh man, maybe they didn't. And usually the opposite is just as true. You think somebody has a great game. You go back and watch the film and you're like, ah, man, actually there was a lot of misplays there. So just keep that in mind with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a work in progress. He has only started, what, what's he at now? I think nine games as a pro. That's it. So like we just got to chill out a little bit. He's going to be okay. Now let's focus a little bit more on the negative side. The bottom tier guys, um, Alfred Morris, as I said, he has a 50 grade overall. Joshua, Gar Joshua Garnett, 52.7. He hasn't played too much. But Weston Richburg, um, he's had one great game and then one below average game. And that's kind of where it brought it down to. He got credited with a few of those sacks that Jimmy Garoppolo took, which I don't think were correctly placed, but that's what it is. And then Gary, Gary Gilliam and Trent Taylor. So that's the offensive side and where we are at. And let's jump over now to the defensive summary and see who our top players and our bottom players are. Again, this is all according to Pro Football Focus. Number one should be no surprise. My candidate, um, runner-up candidate for defensive player of the year right now, DeForest Buckner has a 79.4, and he is just all over the place. Four sacks, one QB hit, four hurries, nine total pressures. I mean, the guy is just... He's all over the place. DeForest Buckner, number two, Richard Sherman, and then Kawan Williams. And there is a huge drop-off after those three. Kawan Williams, if you take away that one play that Golden Tate had against him, then I think that he would even be ahead of Richard Sherman the close. Richard Sherman has a 76.7, and Kawan Williams a 76.0. So now let's go to the opposite side. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of surprises here. With what we see, uh, the sad thing is this, guys. Brock Coyle, he's no longer with us. Uh, you know, he's on IR already, 27.7. Then we get Adrian Colbert, 41.2, and Akilo Witherspoon. Now, what, what scares me the most about Akilo is he was a top five guy after week one. He was top five. And he had such a bad game that he has just dropped all the way to the bottom. I really hope that he gets healthy. Now, um, it, there's a lot going on, and this will bring us into our injuries updates with what's going on with week three. 
So right off the bat, defensively, Akilo Witherspoon, he's got an ankle and a hip issue. He had back-to-back limited practices. My assumption is he will be playing. Now, Jaquiski Tart, who's back there, that shoulder injury has not practiced. And usually what you want to do is you want to see what happens on Friday. So if it's a Sunday game and they do not get one practice in all the way up through Friday, usually they do not play. That's just kind of standard operating procedure in the NFL. They have to get at least a limited practice in. It doesn't have to be that way, but that's just usually the way that it is. So Joe Staley, he just got a couple veteran day. He got a veteran day off. Richard Sherman has a heel issue. Now, here's what's interesting, and it's been tweeted out by a lot of different people. The NFL does have an Achilles designation. Uh, the 49ers did not use that. They used a heel designation. He did not practice Thursday. So this is something to pay attention to. If there's any week that we need Richard Sherman, it is this week. We are playing against the number one offense in the entire NFL, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and they are a passing attack. We need him. Uh, but it is great news that it's a heel. Hopefully he's okay and it's not a re kind of aggravation of that Achilles. That would be total bad news, but we'll take that for what it is. Mike Pearson, limited participant on Wednesday and Thursday. He's going to play, again, one of the freaking heroes of week two. That guy's just tough as can be. And Marquise Goodwin. Back-to-back limited practices with his quadricep bruise. Hopefully he gets a full practice in on Friday. And Garnett has not practiced at all. So that's kind of where we are with that. Before I get into our overall team snaps, I want to take a chance just to thank our sponsor, MyBookie. If you are a betting person, I am. I like to play around on there quite a bit. Not with big money myself. I just kind of do it for the fun. Gives me a little bit of a rush. But it's what it is. Uh, one of my favorite mobile sites and easiest to use. Uh, very easy to get your money in. And more importantly, very easy to get your money out. If you win, my bookie, they pay. Very simple. You don't have to worry about if the site's legit or not. Just look up my bookie, M Y B O O K I E. And again, we got a promo code. So whatever you deposit to start your account, they will match dollar for dollar. Just use our promo code, RUSH100. That is R U S H 101. Zero, zero, no spaces enter that in they match you dollar for dollar so head on in go over there you play you win you get paid seems pretty simple i wish more sites were as easy to use as this now let's jump over and let's look at kind of our season totals with where we rank up against the national football league and all these things so um real quick right off the bat let's look at our offensive stats and what that looks like So we have put up, we've scored 46 points through two weeks, which ranks us 17 in the NFL. We're right smack dab in the middle. Again, kind of the general rule of thumb is you want to get past that 28-point threshold to guarantee yourself a win. That's usually what your, your aiming point is. We didn't get near to that week one. We did week two. We got 30 and we got the win. That's what you're going for there. So hopefully that will pick up. We have 673 yards on total offense. Man, that's 21st in the league. We are down. That's going to jump up after this week because this is going to be one of those high-scoring games where there's probably 30-plus points on both sides. It's just going to be one of those games. We have four turnovers um, that we have lost. That puts us as 20th. And, man, one of the interesting things, we rank 26th in the entire NFL in passing yards. Usually Kyle Shanahan offenses are much higher than that, but that's kind of where we stand. And we are the third 
highest rush offense in the entire NFL. Again, I talked about Matt Breida and how he is leading the entire NFL in rushing. I feel like if I say it enough, Kyle Shanahan will hear me and play Breida a little bit more. That kid is special. Who would have guessed that we would lose our prize free agent in Jarek McKinnon? I wish we still had him and still be this productive in the rushing game. Um, again, 5.3 yards per attempt. That is tradition of Kyle Shanahan. He was always at the top of that list. It's just kind of who he is. Now, defensively, it's bad. We've given up 51 points, so we're just at negative 5 points on our uh, point differential for the season. Uh, that ranks us 20th. We've given up 770 yards, so we're about a 100-yard deficit between our defense and our offense. Uh, that comes out to 23rd in the NFL. Turnovers, we've only caused two. That's not okay. we got to step that game up. That is abysmal. We need to be better there. Um, now, having said those things, as far as passing yards, we have given up uh, allowed 556 Five touchdown passes and rush yards, 214 rush yards we have allowed, which is 19th in the NFL. That's okay. Uh, it's not great, but whenever you are a top five rushing offense and you are able to be kind of in the middle of the pack as far as what you allow, that's going to help you out tremendously. So just a quick snapshot of what we got going on there with our team. And what we're going to do now, we are going to take a break, and we're going to jump back on with a recorded interview with Clayton, our scout. Here we go. Let's jump over there now. All right. We have our resident scout, Clayton Cadu, is with us again this week, and it's got to be a fun one. We have the Kansas City Chiefs who are just absolutely playing out of their minds to start off this season. 2-0, obviously, and man, their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, most touchdowns ever in the first two games of the season. Uh, he has 10 touchdowns in two games. That is just bananas. So we are going to go through. They defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 42-37, to and really the game was more out of hand than the score would tell you. Uh, I went through and watched it for a second time today. They are insane. So, real quick, let's start off with some good news. Tell me that they have some key injuries and somebody is out for this team, Clayton. Yeah, John, big, big problem for them. They got Eric Berry's out. He's questionable right now. He's not practicing yet. And that's the thing. He's by far one of the best safeties in the entire NFL. So so that helps us out a lot. And and here's the thing that we have to to just right off the bat. What are their stats defensively versus offensively so far this year? After week two, they are 32nd ranked defense and 19th ranked in pass rush. So, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> These guys give up a lot of yards, and it's kind of what Andy Reid does with his teams. He has an amazing <laughs> offense. They have, they have scored the most points in the entire NFL. But again, uh, you know, 30 seconds. So it's, it's basically like a Madden game whenever you watch these guys play because they score so many points. But they also give up a lot of points as well, which is really, really interesting. So let's focus on their defense. So our offense, Jimmy G versus these guys. This is by far the most favorable matchup. Go ahead and walk us through... Man, just give us kind of their strengths and a couple stats to help us get familiar with not only how bad this team is, but where we can be successful. Well, one of the biggest strengths on their team is their run defense right now. They've only given up 156 yards rushing in the last two games. Wow, and that's combined, right? Like, So they're averaging about 75-plus yards barely 
rushing each game. Yeah, that's pretty special. Okay, so it seems like in another thing too, like they jump out to such an early lead, you know, their their stats are kind of skewed because teams can't run whenever they get in the hole, so they're forced to throw. So how about their passing defense? Where are some maybe opportunities or where have teams had success against them? Well, they have given up a ton of yards through the air, John. Just last week, the Steelers had 60% of their receiving yards in the middle of the field, so they gave up 27 receptions for 269 yards in the middle of the field. So yeah, and I'll tell you this this is where Jimmy Garoppolo is better than anywhere else is attacking that middle so something to look out for for Kittle and Goodwin if he comes back or right over the middle and Garcon as well I mean he just exploits that very very well so talk us through just the scheme that they run on defense and exactly what this team looks like I know Bob Sutton the old Bob Sutton is their defensive coordinator so walk us through kind of what they got going on yeah, I found this quite interesting, actually, when I was watching film and stuff like that. I noticed that they run diamond and nickel more than more often than the base 3-4. The defense will line up in odd fronts that will allow the linebackers and defensive backs to do different things. For example, they might throw a 1-4-6 alignment with a down lineman, four okay. linebackers, and a dime defense, which linebackers and safeties may or may not blitz in. Or a base 2-4-5 where the defensive backs just control the field and nickel coverage. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that they want to do is make you one-dimensional by jumping out in a big lead, then loading up with their defensive backs, which I'll be honest with you, they don't really have a lot of good defensive backs. No. Um, their best guy is Orlando Skandrick, who was cut from two separate teams this offseason just because he didn't make their roster, and he comes out and he's their number one corner week one. He's actually played really, really well. Yeah. Um, so walk me through Skandrick and kind of what he's done. He's been he's been lights out actually. He's he's been targeted 15 times so far and given up four catches, two touchdowns, 49 yards. But this crazy number, 26.7 percent catch rate. So yeah, that's far this year. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, especially on 15 targets, which is actually a lot. But you know he gets his hands. Uh, on the football, which is really, really impressive. And again, you always got to talk about Kendall Fuller. You know, they traded Alex Smith over to the Washington Redskins. He got Kendall Fuller in return. He is by far one of the best slot corners in the entire NFL. So he will be on Trent Taylor and possibly George Kittle a lot. So we'll see a lot of him. Is there another guy that we need to watch out for on this defense? Yeah, the right cornerback, Steven Nelson. Same kind of stat. He was targeted 21 times so far. Given up a few more catches. He's given up about 13 catches for 150 yards and a touchdown. Okay. So, so but he, he does have a higher catch rate, 61.9%. So, yeah, hopefully we can complete some more passes to the outside, uh, especially if Goodwin comes back. Uh, that that's something to watch out for. Now let's let's flip the coin a little bit. And and who are some guys that we can take advantage of? Who are these guys? that you know we're going to have a lot of success against. I have this guy in my in a in a fantasy league IDP league, Anthony Hitchens and gets me tons of tackles. But unfortunately, he's people target him quite a bit. He's been targeted 18 times and he's given up 17 catches for 162 yards and a touchdown <laughs> in two games. So like 94.4% catch rate. So Jimmy G better be going at him all day. Yeah, man, hopefully we can get Brita on a little option route against Hitchens. That would be wonderful. Uh, and that's the thing. He gets those tackles for a reason because they're targeting him. So that that's something to watch out for. Is there one? Let, give us one more guy. Terrence Smith, their uh, right cornerback. He's been targeted 
Nine times, giving up seven catches as well, 77.8% catch rate. Whew, Terrence Smith, and that's the thing. Like He's one of those hybrid kind of dime package guys that comes in, and he almost lines up in a linebacker spot sometimes. But he's he's a better athlete than he is a football player, if that makes any sense. I, I'm curious to see how many snaps he gets. Uh, he's kind of a specialized package guy. But I'm telling you right now, we can have some success against this team. And if we can keep it in a manageable way, we will be able to run for a lot of yards. The issue is, or in, at least in the first two games for the Chiefs, they've jumped out to such big leads right off the bat that teams have just abandoned the running game. So one of the keys to victory this week, and it's going to be a tough game all in all, is not abandoning the running game. Our offense thrives off that play-action fake, and if we become one-dimensional, we lose that characteristic. So we need to keep the game close in the first half, and if we do so, man, I think we got a great shot at winning this game. So... Clayton, let's jump over. Let's look at their offense, and I almost don't even want to because they are just lights out. The NFL's number one offense. All right, what do they do that makes them so successful? Well, they're with Mahomes, he likes to, uh, like I said, he likes to throw down the middle of the field. Looking at some stats, almost half of his attempts have been in the middle of the field. Like 47% of his, his uh, throws have been in the middle of the field. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it just seems like he. if you don't know much about Mahomes, I was not very high on him coming out of the draft. He is the rawest quarterback I have ever scouted. Footwork is about as bad as it could possibly be. Arm mechanics all over the place. Poor decision-making. However, he's got a cannon. He, he has, if not the, one of the top three strongest arms in the entire NFL right now. The dude can just chunk it, uh, you know, major league pitcher, all those things. And, and I always said, like, he's got about four teams he can go to to be successful or he'll be out of the league in four years. And sure enough, Andy Reid saw what he wanted, and it's almost a perfect pairing. Um, Andy Reid is an amazing quarterbacks coach and creates and plays to the strengths of the quarterback and so i'm happy for the kid he's a good kid patrick mahomes i'm glad to see him have success but hopefully this week that's not gonna happen <laughs> um so weaknesses do they have any weaknesses at all or are they just lights out everywhere no actually kareem hunt's been struggling uh the run game i find is one of their biggest weaknesses uh yeah that's interesting now i do know they Threw a couple outlet passes kind of to Kareem Hunt, and he got he got a touchdown on the, basically a flare route outside. But they are <laughs> turning into just an all-out air raid kind of seven-on-seven seven offense where they don't really throw uh, run the ball very much. All right, Clayton, you're the de defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Who are the two players, go back-to-back back here, that we got to stop in order to win this game? Well, last week he finally stepped up, uh, Travis Kelsey. He had a couple touchdowns last week, and I, like uh, as a coordinator, I would be looking at uh, where the where he's lining up. Fifty-one percent of his snaps, he's in line, and he plays twenty-eight percent out of the slot. And of course, Tyreek the Freak. Twelve. He's had twelve catches, fourteen yards, two hundred fifty-nine yards, and three touchdowns. And he plays fifty per six, fifty-six percent of his snaps on the outside of the field. And 30% in the slot. Again, it just creative matchups to where they can get him isolated. And I'll tell you this, you know, I wish we could just have Richard Sherman follow, but that's just not what he does. If Akilah Witherspoon's still injured and not 100%, we're going to have Jimmy Ward 
out there, and that's going to be rough. There is no wide receiver in the NFL like Tyreek Hill. He is very unique. He's kind of built like a third down back running back, but he's one of the fastest people in the NFL. I'd probably say him, Marquise Goodwin, are going to be at the top of the list with John Ross probably right behind him as far as just pure all-out speed. But uh, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of speed on that field. Now, players to exploit, man, there are some holes to Patrick Mahomes' game. Uh, that Especially just as a rookie with three starts under his belt. He did get the one start last year. But come on, tell us what 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 can we find? What can we take advantage of here? You gotta get you gotta get pressure on him. If you get that pressure on him, he's only completing fifty percent of his passes. So I mean, and that's the thing. If we allow him to sit back there and just relax, we're screwed. Uh, that's just what it's gonna be. We're gonna need to blitz, and we're gonna need to gamble and have some one-on-one matchups that are gonna be successful. You know, one of my keys to this victory is Adrian Colbert, our free safety, who has played not well the past two weeks. He needs to have an all-out game and be around the ball. We can't. We're poor tackling secondary outside of Richard Sherman. That's just the truth. So we've got to make the plays before they catch the ball. Otherwise, we're going to have a huge yards after catch. And again, Clayton, just real quick before we jump off here, can you walk me through, man, How in your eyes... How do the 49ers win this game? Because it's a tough one. You just got to get that pressure on Mahomes. Defend the middle of the field. And obviously got to score some more points. <laughs> yeah, we've got a <laughs> no field goal. Field goals are not going to win this no. game. This is going to be a 34 to 31 type game if we are lucky. Yeah, um, it's going to so- be a high scoring game, I think. Yeah, um, so again, your over-unders and all that kind of stuff, pay attention to that. But Clayton, I just want to say thank you. Where can they find you on Twitter, sir? You can find me at at Clayton. So that's at C-A-D-I-E-U-X, Clayton. All right, love it, man. One of my favorite parts of every week is listening to this breakdown. So thank you so much, Clayton. And let's get our second win of the season. Stay strong, faithful. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.